The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. What's up, beauties and gents? Thank you for listening to the Keeping It Beauty Show. I am your host, Akila C. Thompson. I hope you all had an amazing weekend wherever you are. Hopefully, it is showing some signs of spring. Here in New York, it's kind of crazy. It actually snowed yesterday on our first day of spring. So, we're so excited uh, about the show tonight. Our topic is let's talk about sex, obligation versus pleasure. I cannot wait. This has been such a hot topic in our Beauty Dreamers event. So thank you to all of you who have been participating in those and giving us feedback about things that you want to talk about. So this show should be very, very, very entertaining as well as uh, informative. You can catch up on our previous shows. Last week, we talked about online dating and listen to all of our archive shows. If you go to iHeartRadio.com and you search Keeping It Beauty, you'll be able to find all of our previous shows. We aim on our shows to elevate your dreams your love and your life and tonight we're really going to dig into helping you and supporting you around your love life so just a a few quick shout outs before we introduce our guest thank you to everyone who supported me on friday at the talent zone Uh, it was wonderful to be back on the stage i hadn't sang in a very very long time so uh from what i heard i did pretty well so it was nice to see a couple of familiar faces in the audience so shout out to those of you that were there and then on sunday we had an amazing time at the women empowerment brunch here in new york at the jamaica ymca where i had the pleasure of being the keynote speaker on the topic of heels hustle and muscle i am woman what an amazing experience and conversation we had yesterday so shout out to jamaica ymca for inviting me um, because that was indeed a wonderful 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 event so kudos to you on your first uh, woman empowerment brunch a few announcements spring boot camp is coming up for teens and juniors so if you know any teens or juniors that can benefit from self-confidence and leadership development as well as character building to support them in finding their passions and their purpose you can go to imbeautyinc.com and find out more information and how to register our deadline is april 1st we're also i can't believe it's coming already next week we will be leaving for haiti thank you so much to everyone who has made contributions to our campaign i think as of this morning we were at close to 18 hundred dollars that had been raised by about 32 supporters so thank you thank you thank you 
and as well as the school supplies as well and beauty products is coming in as well there's still plenty of opportunity to donate to that cause we will be taking in-kind donations even after we leave and making a contribution and getting that stuff to the school after we leave so don't worry about trying to get them in before we leave next week if you send us anything uh in the month of april we'll make sure that it gets there and we're already making plans to go back in november so it's super exciting so there's plenty of other ways less going on we also have our next beauty dreamers event coming on april 13th and our guest this evening will actually be sharing in that conversation so you'll get to hear a little bit about what we'll be talking about on april 13th so to go to our website again at iambeautyinc.com and you can find out all the different ways that you you can get involved and hang out with our team. So tonight's topic is let's talk about sex, obligation versus pleasure. Joining us is Tatiana Delapini, who is a sex and relationship coach and creator of Sensual Awakening Movement, born and raised in New York City. She helps women connect to their bodies and tap into their sensuality so they can have the epic love and sex of their dreams. She does this by infusing the ancient wisdom of Tantra with practical tools they can use in their day-to-day life. She believes in the power of sex to awaken, transform, and accelerate our journeys of self-actualization. She coaches women one-on-one through group coaching programs and teaching monthly workshops throughout New York City. We also are welcoming back to our show Raquel Botello, who is a New York City-based relationship expert dedicated to helping couples reignite the fire in their relationships with passion and love. She offers a variety of services and provides helpful tools to relieve stress, reduce relationship tension, manage past hurt or resentment, and help couples reach an overall sense of well-being. She has over 20 years of experience in using health sexual energy and 17 years of experience in erotic sensual enhancement growth and development so welcome to the keeping it beauty show raquel and tatiana hello hi Hi, everyone (laughs) and and tatiana can you pronounce your last name for me i want to make sure that i said it right because i I felt like Uh, i was I, I'm I'm so sorry we didn't talk about it before. Um, the way that, <laughs> the way that you say it is Della Piani. Ah, Della Piani, very very fancy. Oh, like yeah, it, like, like it. <laughs> and you said it beautiful. <laughs> so, how was your weekend, ladies? I heard I know Tatiana, you had a a big workshop this weekend. Yes, I had my workshop, Sensual Awakening Women, which is um, level one. I have a, a series of levels with Sensual Awakening Women. Um, and this one was um, about igniting your feminine light. Um, I teach women how to um, tap into this feminine light that everyone has inside of them, but they lose touch. So, and And everyone knows that they have this power inside of them, but they don't know how to tap into it, how to get access to it. So that's what I do to connect women into their body deeply and feel empowered being a woman. Um, and yeah, just basically like loving themselves radically and just having more pleasure in the relationships and life. And I felt like yesterday, that's most mostly what women spoke about is like, how do I love myself? How can I have more pleasure in my life because they were lacking in it? So I'm happy to be talking about this um, for tonight's show. Um, that's what we were, um, yeah, talking about yesterday. So I, awesome. I can, yeah. <laughs> so how about you, Raquel? What you had going on this weekend? I saw that. I believe you were at the workshop with Tatiana, right? Yes, I was. 
<laughs> I was at the workshop and uh, boy, uh, with the um, with the tools and practices that we did and then the certain movements, I am telling you, it will awaken the dead down there. <laughs> Oh God! That's <laughs> it. Very powerful. This, I mean, God. I mean, I don't know what to say. Okay, um, show us some. But stuff. I did. It was. It was very. Uh, I had a great night. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> and um, oh, and so I also took, took some stuff home and used it immediately. No, oh, it just activated a lot of things. It's it, it, it's oh. not that it just. It just activated that uh, that primal instinct to you know want to have sex, and it also. Uh, but I'm all, I'm already like an, a sexually activated person, but I just see the other women like really you know get their sensuality awakened and really really, and then they just look, everyone looked different after the workshop. It was mm. wonderful. Mm -hmm. Everyone was glowing. That's yeah. the best so, part. Yeah. Well, I'm extremely excited to dive into tonight's topic, especially coming off such a powerful weekend and mm. with all the information that you shared in Empowered Women. I think it's so key to our conversation. Sex is really one of those things that can be so could be quite taboo for women to talk about. But from a lot of feedback that we've been getting, women want to talk about it, but there aren't many environments where, where women can really be liberated to have these sorts of conversations. So what I'm hoping this evening is that we'll be able to kind of start the conversation. So I just wanted you to, before we really dive in, to just tell us a little bit more about specifically what you do, because what are the kinds of clients that you work with? And like, I guess, what are the issues that you see that... Um, I guess related to our topic and I guess the, what you've done this weekend and women, um, you know, not really, um, feeling like the, like this desire really to have sex, like, and they're not as, you know, probably liberated as like, you know, Raquel just said, she's very much in touch with. So what are the, some of the things that I guess you normally see with, with your clients that you're able to support them with? So most women that I work with, um, and most women in New York City actually, are tired, overworked, and overwhelmed. Mm. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I and I totally get it. I, I used to be those kind of women, and sometimes, you know, I do get tired, overworked, and overwhelmed myself. Um, yeah, they they feel shut down. A lot of women that come to me. Um, always tell me that they feel shut down and want to reconnect back to their true essence. Mm. And, and what does that look like? And, and they'll recall like years back, they always like tell me the stories about, oh, how I felt when I was a teenager. Oh, how I felt when I had that, that extraordinary love, you know, my first love or whatever. And what happens is that they, they've lost that passion and that, that desire and, mm. and, and, you know, like with a whole bunch of life experiences, things happen to us where we lose our, even our voice, connection to our voice and the way that we communicate, expressing our desires. Um, I had this one client yesterday who was saying that, you know, she felt like, you know, if she felt like her experience um, with her boyfriend, I mean, her husband, she, she had, you know, she felt like she had to have sex. Um, but she kind of didn't feel like it. Like her, her husband is predictable. There was no, there's nothing different. She knows what he's going to do next. And she just doesn't feel mm -hmm. like doing it, even though 
she of course she wants love and connection but you know nowadays you know having children and working so many hours i mean these women work so many hours that that they don't know what they don't know like how to give themselves self-love and self-care especially when they have children they just have no time so right. a lot of, yeah yeah and so a lot of the work that i that i teach i do incorporate like a daily sacred ritual that they can do in the morning or any time in the day just to give themselves at least five to ten minutes because we all need that because what what happens is that if we don't take care of ourselves then what's going to happen we start manifesting all these other things in our bodies you know illnesses mm. and pain and and other stuff and we need to you know sensuality is is part of us it's part of our essence it is spirituality it is a way to awaken mm. um, our senses and fully who we are and and a lot of you know I work with a lot of women who who work in the workforce. I have different women um, from all different um, cultures, and and yeah, um, yeah, they just work a lot. <laughs> a lot of my I women got you. I got you. So from, so from what I'm getting, just just takeaways because I've I've already come up with your a whole bunch of new questions as it relates to what you just said. So in some in summary like things that you've seen is like been loss of passion desire uh, sex is becoming very predictable and the last thing that you said you said you offer is it a sacred vi ritual is what you said okay uh, yeah. i'm definitely going to ask you a little bit more about that later but i just wanted to bring raquel in just to share what are some of the i guess uh, more so complaints or issues that you've seen that women have as it relates to sex um <clears throat> For me, uh, it, what I've seen with the women I've worked with, it's more that they're bored with the, they just want more creativity with sex. Um, some women, um, the issues that they have with sex is they're really not, they're not connected to their vagina. They're not connected to their true emotions. And what I mean by feelings like, we all go through feelings. Like, we feel angry, we feel frustrated. But those can be feelings that can can go within seconds. Sometimes we can feel 15 different emotions within seconds. So emotions I'm feeling is, like, the deep emotions inside of you. Um, and, I've, and then I see that a lot of people, on, a lot of women are not connected to their body or they're really not connected to their vagina, really. Mm. it's two different so and and then of course they're bored it, i i find that women want more um more creativity in their in their bedroom life mm. so do you have you found and i mean in either one of you can kind of jump at this since this is really our, our topic for this evening do you find that women are having sex because they want to have sex because they are enjoying it or have you come across a lot of women who are actually just sort of doing it out of obligation and like going with emotions or think that it's some kind of role that they're supposed to play? Definitely. A lot of women are having sex out of their, um, out of obligation. Um, cause they feel like they have to, a lot of them are not doing it from a place of like, I want to have pleasure. And where do you think that's coming from? Like, because 
you know, I find that to be very true. I mean, if I can be honest, um, in my own relationships, I know that mm-hmm. they're especially early on in 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 learning uh, about your role, kind of as a woman in a relationship when you're when you're younger, that it's just. It, it's like you, you have a boyfriend or you, you know, you have um, a husband and that these are one of the things that you're just supposed to do, whether you want to do it or not. Mm-hmm. Like, where did, where did that come from that, you know, that's kind of something that's innate in, in women? Yeah, um, it comes from like what we see, what we see on TV mm-hmm. and the media, um, just pressure. It could be even fat cultural or family Um yeah, or even but like a say in a from a biological place, it's like okay, I gotta give it to him, you know. Um, also, <laughs> also it stems out of fear. Um, a lot fair. of it, a lot of it comes from fear of like, well, if I don't have sex with my boyfriend, he's gonna leave me, or he's not gonna like me anymore. He's gonna cheat on me, um, and I'm just scared. I'm I'm scared of being alone, and I'm scared of not you know, being in a relationship and having love and connection. So a lot of it comes from fear and a lot, and also from not people having education around sex. Mm, You know, this, yeah, I mean, we don't get taught anything, you know, like we just feel like, okay, well, I'm a girl. I, you know, I got to give it to him. (laughs) Mm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the same thing, the same thing with me. I've, I've had sex many times in my life, um, where I felt like I had to do it because that's my role as a woman Mm. and he needs it. And we, we grow thinking, Oh, men are more sexual than, than women. They need it. Um, which is not true because the, you know, from what I teach, women are actually more sexual than men. Mm. So then, okay. There's one thing to feel obligated to do it. It's another thing to also feel obligated, not only to do it and not feel worthy enough to actually uh, speak up and be able to receive pleasure through it. Because it's like, not only do we have women that are having sex that don't really want to have sex, but they're also in these sexual relationships that are quite bland, in which they're not um, getting the level of pleasure that they want. And then it's created so many myths about because I've heard mm-hmm. just so many things around things that just don't happen. Like everybody's out here faking orgasms. Like, why is that? Like, why <laughs> is it that, you know, men don't have an issue with speaking up when they want something. But this is something that that women we just so easily um, are dealing with. Mm. Yeah. I, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. you can go. I was going to chime in yeah. um, because. <clears throat> When we were talking about out of obligation, um, see, I was the opposite. I was, it's funny because what Tatiana was saying is that the feminine is more sexual because I would, and this, and I'm also speaking with other women who have, who have the common issues with me is that I was very sexual and there are women who are very sexual. And then when we're giving the man the sex that, you know, it's like we're filling up their love tank. Mm-hmm. then they don't want to have as much sex as we do. Really? And yes, I've had, <laughs> no, I'm after, after six months to a year, it's, um, I'm the one that initiates it mostly. Really? Because they know it's there. Um, another thing that I, um, that I find with, uh, even when I was felt obligated having sex and that that's probably happened a few times. Uh, it happened so more in my 20s than now, 
But when I felt obligated to have sex, I learned how to receive pleasure. And I think that's with women is that women are afraid to receive pleasure because of all the slut shaming, like mm-hmm. certain and like, oh, my God, you can't do this or you can't do that. Like, uh, you know, um, I can't act like a porn star because he's going to think I'm a whore and I do this with other men. So I think it's, there's a lot of judgment in, in relationships and in sex. And then I, I find that, um, and then I also find, like even currently now with certain uh, partners is that sometimes a man is afraid to commit to a woman when she's so sexually liberated because he feels that she's not going to be satisfied with just him. So mm-hmm. it, it, it can go on either spectrum of feeling obligated and not being in touch with yourself. Uh, not wanting to receive pleasure and then re- receiving pleasure and then being judged for it. Mm, okay. Gosh, that mm. sounds like a whole bunch of problems all this in one. <laughs> it's a big mm-hmm. world. Well then, well then, well then how do you support people in that to actually being able to shift from that space of feeling shame, like becoming sexually mature enough to own your sexuality and embrace your femininity and like, you know, feel valuable enough to to know that like you deserve to to have pleasure in these situations and not feel obligated. So like, how do you support women in getting from this space of feeling obligated? Because because women listening, if you are having sex because you feel like you have to, then you shouldn't be having sex. Mm-hmm. So exactly. how do then I get myself to a place where um, I can actually say no? Like, how do you support people around saying no? And maybe it's just like, I see sex as even in relationships. If you're in relationships and you don't really know what you want and you're just in like these dead-end relationships where they're really not getting anywhere, it's the same thing with sex. If you're just having sex with people, but it's not pleasure and you're just doing it just to do it because out of, out of obligation, it's almost like, what's the point? So there seems to be a lack of maturity around sex. So how do we get there? I, I would say education. Um, where, like, even in school, sex education was more of preventing STDs and preventing pregnancy. No mm-hmm. one really educates us on. Um, and then one thing that Tatiana was talking about in her workshop is that we are born erotic. We are all born erotic. We're all born sensual. That's just who we are. Mm-hmm. And I find that there's a lot of shaming involved when it comes to sex. Um, you know. Um, I mean, I'm, I don't condone having, you know, multiple sex partners, but if you want to have multiple sex partners, there's shaming with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and it's education on everything. Even right now um, with BDSM, people are trying after, uh, what is it, Fifty Shades of Grey? That's not real BDSM. I was a trained submissive and a trained dominant, and no one really knows the true philosophy and integrity when it comes to BDSM. And I think it's really educating people about sex, about their vagina spirituality. It's, it's just really being educated in what's inside of us. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Tatiana, you want to add anything? Um, actually, yeah, um, I agree. <laughs> I agree with Raquel said. I was going to say education as well. Um, a lot of people don't don't know what sex is. They don't even know how to have sex. <laughs> and, and then on top of that, people don't know how to communicate. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, it just comes through, like, learning how to communicate with each other and knowing um, 
knowing the essence of men and women because we are both completely different. We just think in different ways, but we are similar in others. And just kind of like knowing um, energetically wise, like the feminine and the masculine, what, what, it, what it is, you know, like men need to learn the feminine essence, what women truly want and letting, the, you know, letting them be free. Um, to explore their sexuality, to have um, sexual freedom. But no one does that now because like what Raquel said, there's a lot of shaming around that. Um, you know, and there's a lot of confusion with sex. It's complex. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of confusion. They tell you, you know, you, you have um, TV or music like saying, oh yeah, be a slut. Oh, this whole this and that, whatever. But then Next thing you know, oh, you can't be a slut. Oh, my God. Look at this thought. You know what I mean? Like, it's a confusion. And <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, do you want, can we be allowed to, you know, to be me? I think what, what people yearn for is like, let me be myself. I want to be myself. Whatever that comes, whatever way that, that shows through, you know, because like I said, sex is, is complex and you're dealing with, with different um, things in your psyche, you know, with, with, when mm -hmm. it comes to sex. Some people um, explore like BDSM and all these like the dark side of sex to explore different parts of themselves because it's, you know, it's so revealing. Right. And, and, and that's why it's, you know, we need a lot of education around this of like teaching women to, to you know, be able to express their desires and 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 have more pleasure allow themselves to have pleasure because what happens is that women women give too much they're just giving 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 but they can't like lay back and be and receive pleasure there's there's always some fear around them like oh my god it feels too good and there's a lot of women that don't even understand <laughs> that there's what there's more than one orgasm like yesterday i had one girl um no i was talking to some uh I had a client who was texting me. She's like, I didn't even know there was more than one orgasm. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, <laughs> my whole life I've been orgasming, you know, clitoral. And I'm like, yeah, there's way deeper and vaginal orgasms and they're amazing. And Yeah, no, clearly we need a, um, a, a book <laughs> or something or a, a cliff notes for that. <laughs> like, exactly. for the most part, I think most women think that. That from my conversations, I mean, in my small circles of women, and when we do sit down and we, we talk about this, it's most women, that's the only way they've been able to have an orgasm. So it's like, what's the blockage? Why is it that some women can can get to that place and some people like have no idea what that's even about? Mm. I would like to add to that. Um <laughs> It comes, it comes from self-love and masturbation. And then also there is a shaming about <laughs> Thanks, that. Thanks, Raquel. <laughs> no, no, it, this is true because I have, because um, after living a very shameless and guiltless life, I'm now experiencing different types of orgasms. There's like three or four of them I've experienced. And when I was younger, as a child, and I remember, uh, you know, I'm talking about puberty age, okay? Uh, before we get a cycle, uh, the whole shaming around masturbation in school, and then uh, and then I would never dare put my finger inside of me, mm. and I think that happens to a lot of women. And then and then I and I feel that we are lazy. And clitoral stimulation is, in my opinion, the lazy way to climax. That's the quick lazy way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Um, and then for years and years and years, that's the only way I would think I'm orgasming. And it's clitoral release. That's it. It's just like, it's, it's just like having sex like a man. Now, the feminine way was really getting into and exploring the inside of my vagina, which I really haven't done that until the past couple of years. So, and after exploring the, in my, my internal and then really breathing and doing the exercise that, uh, cause I've been working with Tatiana for over a year. So d- implementing her exercises and implementing the, the feminine, um, God, I had a, what is it? I, I actually reconnected with someone and it was an amazing, like at least 30 minutes to 40 minutes of orgasm after orgasm <laughs> that I was tired. And usually oh, I'm wow. not, I can go. <laughs> and it was, and it was amazing just explore, really exploring your insides and well, not I, feeling shame. Well, I want to ask you, Raquel, how did you get to that point of actually being able to shift? Because I think what you're explaining is how most women are in there being this shame behind actually really exploring yourself, like masturbating and all of that. It's kind of just one of those things that women don't really talk about. And there is some shame associated with it. So, like, how did you get to that space of actually being able to shift and kind of understanding that in order for you to, I guess, have the greatest pleasure? You did need to understand your body. Yeah, um, it was funny because I remember when um, I tried the I was like maybe 15 or 16 and I tried the OB tampons and I was actually afraid of my vagina. I felt (laughs) that it was going to eat my finger. (laughs) (laughs) it was just the weirdest feeling and I'm like oh my god and I was afraid for many years and I also was lazy and only doing clitoral stimulation so it was fear and being lazy and going the quick route like just the quick way out until and so wait so let me stop you there so when you say it's the quick way so like how much longer is it because i i can almost guarantee you probably a bunch of people that are listening are like so how long is it really supposed to take and are probably feeling like they're one of those lazy people so how long is it supposed to take because i know people have tried i know there's all these videos out that are supporting people in learning how to squirt. And sometimes you sit through that and try it and like nothing happens. So I agree. I'm not a squirter. Yeah. More work. So it's like, and I think with trying things and it takes longer or it doesn't happen, a lot of women are coming to this conclusion that maybe certain things I just can't do. Like maybe I can't, you know, climax from vaginal stimulation, or maybe I just can't, you know, squirt. Maybe I'm just not, (laughs) Uh, uh, my body won't allow me to do that. And I've just, I I wonder, is that really true? Or is it just a matter of really figuring yourself out and, and and I guess investing the work that is needed to, to, to get to that place? Um, There is a lot of work um, to get needed in that place. Um, With the squirting, I haven't experienced that yet. I have experienced, um, orgasms that I felt I was paralyzed and I wasn't going to walk, but that went away after 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, um, what has helped me was really, uh, like meditation, but not just any type of meditation, really the work that Tatiana has, uh, that's really helped me because 
And then um, what helped me shift is really getting into like doing Kegel exercises, uh, like taking bats, uh, really taking care of of your yoni, your vagina, and really doing the self-care down there. That, that, that's what helped me shift. And I also feel that it's being comfortable with yourself and comfortable with your partner to explore your body because the, the vagina is a really complicated organ compared to the penis. And there's so much to feel and learn and there's so much sensations in there. And it's also reawakening. Mm. So why... Going back to to something that you said earlier about the fact that women have a higher sex drive than men, and most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then why is it that when you talk to most women, they're they're having sex out of obligation and not actually for pleasure? Like there seems to be a disconnect where that doesn't make any sense to me, anyway. Yeah, well, exactly because everyone, most women are disconnected to their. <laughs> their womb to their to their vagina you know they're so like you know nowadays because you know it's not it's not that it's anyone's fault but that's just the life that we're living now in society we're all operating from our mental state we're always up in our heads so Mm -hmm. if we're up in our heads it's really hard to come down into our bodies but if you you know in in matriarchal societies um back years and years and years ago women had very like a lot a lot a lot um, of amounts of sex and had multiple partners Mm. you know so now we don't you know whatever the case may be now there's many different reasons that they're just so disconnected that they don't feel that right now but women are more sexual women have this light inside of them we create light life you know Mm. Yeah, we're we're more creative, and and you can tell that when you're with women, you you feel other women's um, energy, right? When you're in a group of women, it's it's a different type of energy than with when you're with a group of men. Mm. It's it's more like this light. This it's very powerful when sisters get together. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's because we have this powerful light, and they call yeah. it they call, they call it Shakti, Shakti energy inside of us. This goddess energy. Okay. Um, so. But, you know, and that's what I teach. I teach women to embody, to feel more embodied, to feel more connected into the bodies. And, and it, you know, it takes, it takes time. It takes time with consistency, repetition, and doing the work that I teach with breath work and the yoga and all that stuff to bring you back into, you know, the essence of, you know, your true feminine nature. Well, can you, because we've been referencing a lot, like, different exercises that, women could be doing to get them out of their heads and more so like into their bodies and getting connected. I uh, know last time Raquel was on the show, she did a bit of a, of a meditation that we were actually able to do with her um, and to be able to support our listeners. Is there anything that you could offer that we could possibly try now that you think might support women? Yeah. I know you yeah. mentioned earlier like this, um, this, uh, the daily, the sacred ritual. What mm-hmm. exactly is that? Can you explain that? I guess in more detail. Okay, so um, a lot of the stuff that I teach are, are, are little exercises from, from the ancient wisdom of Tantra, goddess worship, and shamanism. And what I do is that I make it um, more practical for the modern woman. And, and, I, you know, and I offer women to try to do it in the morning, um, for, you know, each exercise for one to three minutes. And to kind of like, I give them a whole, you know, 
a few techniques that they can choose from and they can either do all of them for like a minute or choose their favorite one. Okay. okay. So I always, um, I always tell women that they need to have a few minutes of the day. Every woman loves to have a ritual. It could be, you know, a bath at night, um, meditating, put lighting up candles, you know, just opening up your senses. Mm-hmm. And I think that we all crave that for that moment of, of, you know, getting, centered into our bodies so i'm gonna um show you a technique that uh, a breath that i teach um the girls in my in my workshops and, and whoever works with me this one is called the bliss breath mm-hmm. and and we're gonna do it together now okay so okay <laughs> so we're gonna take um just for reference i want you to put you ter- two fingers on your collarbone and what i want you to do is to You're going to inhale and exhale through your nose with your lips closed, okay? And just ground yourself, have your spine straight, relax, you know, any tension in your shoulders and your face, just relax. And you're going to inhale, constricting the back of your throat. You're going to hear like a a sensual um, sound in the back of your throat. It should sound like this on the inhale. and exhale okay so on the inhale it does uh, when you're making um that sound in your throat it doesn't have to be like so loud i'm a yogi so i can make it really loud Mm -hmm. um it's just like a soft little whisper in your throat you're not hurting yourself you're not contracting anything it's just like a like a, a soft sound that you're making with your with your throat and on the inhale and then exhale. So on the inhale, you're expanding your belly. And in the exhale, you're letting your belly in. So you're inhaling. And exhaling. Okay. So this breath, um, the more that you do it, it's very calming. It's very grounding. You start feeling the more. Trust me, the more that you do it, I don't know how much um, time we have now to do it, but mm-hmm. it's um, it's it puts you in an ecstatic state. So, it's, do you suggest that that's something that you should do beforehand, or is this something you should just do daily, or is this something that you may be able to do to possibly get you in the mood or like just present? So this, um, this breath, and, and I know it may be hard because I'm on the radio and it's hard to explain it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm following you completely. Yeah? Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> um, you know, some people are more visual. And yeah, no, no, no. No, we, 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 we follow. We get, you get it. You get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so with this, um, I, this breath is really good um, to do it while you're making love um, or you're getting self-pleasured. If you want to, like, you know, give yourself a breast massage or touch yourself really nice and soft. Or if, if someone's performing oral sex with you, a lot of women can't relax even when they're having sex. Um, when, when they're receiving oral sex, they're thinking about their to-do list. <laughs> so this is a good breath. Obviously, you're not going to touch, you know, your collarbone. I just did that just as a reference. But this should put you like in a lighter mood and more like relaxed and it just relaxes all the muscles in your body. And what happens is that when you start having sex and self-pleasure, you start activating oxytocin or serotonin in the body. 
So mm-hmm. once you start activating all those happy chemical feelings in the body, it raises up and then you're feeling, ooh, I feel really good. So you could do this anytime, any place, anywhere. I do this all the time when I'm feeling um, shitty or, or sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it in the train. I do it in the morning when I wake up. I do it. Last night I did it um, to go to bed because I couldn't go to sleep. Um, yeah, you do it. You do it all the time and it's just get you out of your head and more into your body. And if you want, you could even place your hand like on your, on your pelvis just to connect to your core. That's a really good way to, to, you know, to connect to your body. Well, just in summary, just in case someone joined and missed when we were actually going to the activity, Mm -hmm. if you could sum it up like really quickly, how many breaths, like was it in and out that we should be taking? Okay. So you're going to inhale deeply and you may want to count one, two, three in your head, obviously okay. with, your eyes, with your eyes closed and calm spine straight. Um, just relax, ground yourself, your body, your booty on, you know, if you're in lotus pose on the bed or on the floor or on a chair. Oh, what's lotus pose? You know, your legs crossed, your legs crossed, oh, okay. like, Indian, like Indian style. Indian style. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Um, so yeah, just, just get comfortable, really get your booty grounded on, on the bed or chair, wherever you are and spine straight, just relax all the muscles in your body. There's no, there shouldn't be any tension in your neck, your shoulders and your, in your face. And you just, all you're doing is inhaling, expanding your belly and you may want to count so that you can go, um, deeper and slower and then exhale your belly back in. So soften the belly because we have a lot of, we hold a lot of tension in the belly because we want to stick it in because we don't want our bellies to pop out when we're standing. Mm-hmm. So right now it's Buddha belly. Let it all out. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then when you're inhaling, you make that soft sound in the back of your throat. It should sound like a sexy Darth Vader sound like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that sexy okay. dark beta sound. Yes, that sexy dark beta. Oh gosh, only on the Keeping It Beauty show. Um, okay, we are coming on. We we got about eight minutes left, so I want to make sure that we can um, wrap it up in and just get some general tips that you either one of you have to just support women in having more pleasure in their relationships. I mean, I know we talked about a lot. I mean, some of these things could have been a whole show in itself. So just some general things that you have that can support, I guess, related to our, our topic from moving from the space of feeling obligated to um, more so being able to focus on getting pleasure. What are some of the things that I guess we could have women um, get to that space? Um, I, I would say trust. Um, I thought what I see with uh, my women clients and uh, the couples that I work with, is that um, women have a lot of trust issues and also women learn mm-hmm. from trust. So even even when they're receiving pleasure, sometimes they don't even trust them their own selves or they're afraid of, oh my God, how am I going to look? Or, and, and they're just so consumed of what they look like and to let that go and really enjoy the moment and being present. So I would say trust and, pre- and staying present. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. Tatiana? Um, I think that um, a few tips that I can give right now is, is definitely um, communication and how I think that um, both, like if you're in a relationship – 
both parties need to figure out a way that they can keep their partner feel safe. Mm. Yeah. Um, and this is for men too. Like it's not just for women. They both partners need to feel safe in the relationship. Um, because that really does matter the way that you relate to each other and how you are in the bedroom as well. So it's just, it's just about, huh? I I just wanted to actually ask you there because I'm sure people are probably thinking like, how do I even do that? Like, what are some things that maybe you've offered to people, men and women that could help them in creating that space of like, of safety between with, with their partner? So how could a, a man help a woman feel more safe? Because that seems to be, we're the ones that are not feeling safe enough to really go there and be vulnerable. Yeah. And, you know, whereas men seem to be way more comfortable in these environments than we are. So what kind of things do could women, men do to make us feel more safe? And maybe those are things we could communicate to them to support us in that. Listening. <laughs> well, that's well, good. <laughs> well, um, listening and also um, I like to use um, a lot of body touch um, feeling um, what happens is like sometimes when couples fight um, they tend to like go against each other like it's a war and I, and I think that a woman sometimes want to, wants to feel safe if, if he can just like maybe touch her hand or touch her shoulder um, I know that myself, when I'm getting into fights, when my boyfriend has hugged me, like, I just, like, let go and I surrender, you know? And then the fight doesn't even matter, whatever we, mm-hmm. we were going through, you know? Because a woman is more emotional and more about feeling. So when she is, t- you know, touched, it's a way of, you know, connecting. So gotcha. I, I think that's a great way of... You know, it, and like I said, it's communication and safety, just communicating your desires. And, and if you have to over communicate, and when I say communication, I'm talking about, you know, being honest, being mm-hmm. honest about each other without getting offended or, t- you know, being defensive and taking it personal. Sometimes people just want to be heard. Gotcha. Totally, mm-hmm. totally, totally, totally. Anything else? Yeah, I, I have Chad, add with that four minute mark. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, one thing I'd like to add what we're all talking what Tatiana is saying is that when I worked with couples especially uh, on sensuality and sexuality um, women because I'm also the other women in, in engaging with them is that it's really about the man uh, ensuring and w- it's funny because no matter how much we tell women or a man tells her, I love you, you're beautiful, they really need that reassurance always. Mm, Um, And it's reassuring them that, you know, I love you and I'm doing this for us and I'm doing this because I love you and I want you to really enjoy yourself too. Mm. So it's it's reassuring that she's the one for you. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We definitely need to hear that, and and sometimes I don't think uh, men really know that, and they need to hear it too. Actually, I'm learning yeah. more about that. But ladies, thank you so much. We are at time, so I just want to thank you both again. This was a, such a good conversation. Excited to have you both back again because there's like levels of conversation that we can have. Let our viewers know where uh, they could find you. So, uh, I, your websites. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I could be found on Facebook and. 
and on Instagram as the love gypsy. So add the T H E and the love L O V E gypsy. And, um, my website, which is still being, um, it's on, you know, it's still being updated is sensual awakening movement. So, mm-hmm. um, dot com. So you can find me there and I host free monthly events in the city. If anyone wants to join. Yeah, I just saw you posted one today, right? When is it next week? March what? It, it's March 30th from 7.15 to 8.45. I believe that that's on a Wednesday. So okay. I do like a free intro just to like, you know, you know, people come meet me and get to know my work and yeah, and just talk about, continue the conversation. Gotcha. Raquel, how can we find you? Uh, Raquel wrote on Facebook, Raquel Romance Goddess. Uh, Twitter is Goddess Raquel. Um yeah, so tw- Goddess Raquel on Twitter and Romance Goddess uh, on Facebook. Awesome. And well, then yeah, my website is Raquel Romance Goddess. <laughs> well, thank you so much again, ladies. I'm so excited. Again, reminder to anyone listening that Raquel will actually be leading our next Beauty Dreamers event where our topic is let's talk about sex. So we ended our event last month with a, a great wellness segment that she led. So we're excited to dive in for the full three hours uh, in engaging with how we can uh, be more empowered uh, by connecting to our sexuality. So thank you to our listeners as well for joining. Those of you who've been faithfully listening to us, send us your questions or if you have topics at to keep in the beauty at Gmail, you can find all our happenings again at IamBeautyInc.com. Follow us on Instagram and like our Facebook page. Thank you so much again for joining us. You can join us again next week. Same place, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on W4CY Radio. And remember, we waste time looking for the perfect lover instead of creating the perfect love. Tom Robbins said that. Good night, everyone. And until we meet again, be beauty.